direct from Fort Meade, Maryland, this is InfoSwap. All right, folks, well, it's official. This is episode two. We've now got ourselves a series, somebody called Netflix. The title says it's Dinfo's production, uh, and it is that, but we are inside uh, Studio One of the Defense Media Activity here at Fort Meade, Maryland, and this is where we film each month. The MTT puts us together. Um, it's, that's our mobile training team out of Dinfo's. Mel Weatherspoon is a brain uh, brainiac behind this, and we're going to try to bring you uh, new subjects every month. All right, let's talk a little bit about the show itself. Dinfo's Live is basically beyond the classroom. It takes a subject that maybe you came to um, a course uh, or you're thinking about coming to a course and then you go back to your unit and, and something, you know, you just had something that, that wasn't covered um, or something that's, you know, that you, you want to figure out. Um, this is where you can address that. You can get online. Uh, we do have some questions already. Uh, you can ask those questions to the subject matter experts and each month we'll tackle a new subject. So today we're going to be talking communication planning and I have with me Major Judy Marlowe, ma'am. Thank you very much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. Let's go ahead and just address the, the obvious. Last month um, I, we matched, uh, not us, but um, like I was the, the guest, yeah, last month uh, we matched purple shirts. Uh, that was unintentional. Uh, today we are matching in denim jeans and that is absolutely intentional and here's why. Today we're wearing the denim jeans to support survivors to raise awareness about all forms of sexual violence. Because remember what hurts one affects us all. Thank you. Okay ma'am, let's get settled in here. Right. Um, first off, before we dive in, if you would, just tell me a little bit about you and what you do um, at Denfos. Yes, yeah, so my name is Major Judy Marlowe and I teach at PAX-Q at the Defense Information School across the street. I have been an instructor there since August and prior to that I attended Georgetown University where I received my degree in public relations and corporate communication and that is actually where my love started for comm planning. Love for comm planning, what a... What Unpopular a, opinion, I know, but <laughs> it's true. relationship. <laughs> That's great. So, and you brought someone with you to help out with the social media. They're, they're going to be answering questions. Who is that? Yes, Lieutenant Jack Georges is in the audience, and he is also an instructor at PAX-Q and one of the subject matter experts of comp planning. We attended Georgetown University together. Both Georgetown grads. That's, yes. That's perfect. I no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely qualified to answer the questions. That's perfect. Okay, and then with us also in studio, uh, Petty Officer Pierre Foy, uh, going to be taking your questions live. So if you... Um, you can't call in, uh, we don't have that technology, but you can definitely uh, get online and, be cool. and send, uh, send your questions. So what do you say we dive into this? Um, Let's do it. Communication planning, right? You can shorten it up to comm planning, still mm -hmm. a little bit intimidating to some people. Um, talk to me a little bit about the scale. Does, does the planning change whether it's uh, you know, a large scale exercise in Norway or um, you know, on, on the border of you know, Russia or something, or if it's just a local uh, base or station uh, type event. Does, it, does the process change? So I will say the process doesn't change, but maybe the amount of time that you spend in the process changes. Okay. So, and before I even go further, I want to say I understand that communication planning is this beast and it can be a little bit intimidating. I have some students right now who are in the thick of it in planning and some things are just really difficult to get. So to simplify, we always say you want to start with your research. Your research is going to feed exactly how much time you're going to put into this plan. If it's something that is an event, which we don't always say 
jump straight to a tactic, jump straight to an event, because the event is usually solving a problem. So we want to get to the root of that before we even jump um, to the tactic. And um, so the research will drive exactly how long the process will be. And that's why we say it's important we use the, the format of RPI, right? Research, planning, implementation, and evaluation. And that will always be the same. You should be using that all the time, even if you're not writing a formal communication plan. Got it. That's funny that you say pie right after lunch and now I'm hungry. I, <laughs> I'm always hungry, so welcome to my world. That's <laughs> how it is. So why is it all, um, why is it important? Like why, why do we need to go through this process? Um, why, why should that be in place? Yeah, this is where we as communicators make our money, right? Commanders, they need us communicators to go out there and to be able to accomplish their intent, accomplish the organizational goal through communication. And this is something we do every single day. We're always sending a message. We're always doing research, even in our personal lives. If you're going to a movie, you're researching. Before you go to a restaurant, um, before I'm sure when you met your spouse, you did a little research, not in a stalker way, but in a way to get <laughs> to know her so that you can communicate with her. So you're able to form that relationship. And it's it's the same thing. So I, I always Always tell people don't be intimidated by by the process it's um, it's there to help us it's there so that we can be an asset to our command that's what we want to make sure that we we talk about getting a seat at the table this is mm -hmm. how you get a seat at the table when you can speak intelligently on the topic on the issue that really matters to your command and the mission good good points no, that's perfect so after you've done the research um, how do, you, how do you select the tactics? You mentioned tactics a while ago, mm -hmm. and I, talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so before I do, right, I always have to say that, before I talk about That's that. That's okay. Jumping. This is your show. As, <laughs> this is my, oh, great. Uh, before we jump into tactics, because as communicators, we love to go straight to the fun stuff, right? We want to say, oh, I want to do that cool video, or I want that thing, or even the commander or executive officer, they'll say, I want this video. But it's our step, first of all, to pull back and to say, okay, sir, ma'am, what are you actually trying to achieve with this video? Why? Because if you are trying to achieve this, then maybe we can go about it a different way. So before you even jump to the tactic, you have to understand who you're speaking to and understand how they consume that information. That's extremely important. If I'm speaking to someone who is a spouse of a service member, it's going to be absolutely different than I'm speaking to my grandmother. Sure. So we have to understand who we're speaking to, how they consume that information, what's important to them. So when we send them that message, we know how they're going to um, receive it. Okay. Perfect. Well, the good news is um, people are watching because we're getting questions in. So let's turn it over to Petty Officer Pierre Foy. We'll take a couple of questions from her and then oh, we'll go hi. back and, and I'll dive deeper here. Okay. Hi, ma'am. Thank you so hi. much for joining us today. Yes. You're talking about comp planning. You said a lot. I know you're talking about grandmothers and talk. My, my grandma is pretty savvy with comp planning. Just is so you know. she? We would be BFFs, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. Just kidding. But we do have a question already in the live comments oh. and it's about technology. Okay. The question is from. Mr. Einstein or Mrs. Einstein, I'm not sure who, but it says, any ideas on technology to use to allow the community to talk to each other? Something public like a message board? It would be ideal if the information could be organized into topics. I'm a little confused by I that. Is that um, between com communicators? Yeah, I how? think so. Maybe because, and this is my assumption, yeah, yeah, and please. if the Einstein can jump back on, yeah. maybe because comp planning is complex and maybe if people are working on similar projects, they can come together and communicate about how to get 
the planning done and more efficiently? Okay, I mean, there are plenty of platforms. One doesn't come to mind. I know uh, Dimfo's Pavilion, that's definitely a great platform where you can use different templates to bounce off ideas. Oh. I believe you could communicate with people through there as well. Uh, but again, it always, and I know you're probably all going to get sick of hearing this, but it starts with research. <laughs> that is where it is. That's where you find out exactly what you're going to do, right? Before you even start doing the thing and trying to come up with a solution or how we're going to tackle this, you have to let the research just really shape how you're going to communicate. Absolutely. So I, I hope that answers the question, but if not, I I'm sure so he or she would jump back on. And we'll talk okay. more about Pavilion okay. later. Um, <laughs> There's another question. All right. What has been the most effective format to present a comm plan to your commanders or senior leaders? And this came from Nadine Veronica. So that is very dependent on your commander. I've had commanders where they wanted a full-blown presentation and they, they blocked out an hour because it was so important, oh, wow. important. And then I have one that just, hey, I just want you to send this in a PDF in a Word document. So it all depends on how your commander wants that information. So don't be afraid to ask, mm -hmm. hey, sir, ma'am, this is what I want to do. What is the best way to present this? When can I get on your calendar so we can discuss this? And then you'll learn by sitting in meetings. I encourage my students all the time, go to those meetings, learn your commander, learn the staff, learn how to communicate with them so you can really tie in with um, with the planning that the staff is doing. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. One team, one fight. Exactly. You know, makes stuff cohesive. Yes. Thanks so much. Oh, you're welcome. So um, you talked a little bit about, you know, the, the commander and how they want it mm -hmm. um, to be presented, but is there a certain length that a, that a comp plan should be? Like, is there a minimum or a maximum or is it just every, how, how does that work? So if you Google communication planning, you're going to see a variety. I've seen communication plans two pages, and then I've written one that was 40-plus pages. Right now in the schoolhouse, we recommend 8 to 12 pages. I think that's a good... Uh, a good length, especially for the time frame that we're expecting it. Okay. So again, it just depends on the situation. If this is a really big issue, let's say there's noise complaints from um, vehicles or aircraft, then, and that's an ongoing thing, this might be a lengthier communication plan and it might be something that you're revisiting because it's not just a standalone document where you just put it on a shelf. Okay, we used that, that was cute, let's see what works <laughs> now. No, you wanna take it out and you wanna evaluate the last process of RPI and you're constantly going back and seeing what works and what doesn't work because if something doesn't work, you don't wanna repeat that again. You wanna make sure that I have my evaluation measures in place and that worked, so let's repeat that. If that didn't, let's scratch that. So you're constantly up, um, updating it in order to meet the needs of the command. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of making my own individual mistakes. So, um, so let's <laughs> talk a little bit about um, the social media aspect mm -hmm. of it. Is that something you integrate into the plan? Uh, is, is it standard for all of them, or how do you how do you do that uh, with social media? So when you're writing a communication plan, and there are a lot of components, and I'm sure uh, Lieutenant George has put the link for Dimfo's Pavilion so you can see the format if you're not familiar with it, but social media is a strategy that you use in order to accomplish your objective. And again, that's the last step. We don't want you to jump straight to social media. Uh, a lot of times, us as communicators, we look at numbers and the vanity metrics. Mm -hmm. So we can have a video that has a million views, but do we take into account that maybe 50% of those are bots and maybe a quarter of those aren't even the people that we're trying to reach? They're not moving the needle. They're not accomplishing okay. our commander's intent and our goal of what we're trying to do. So that's really important um, when you're thinking about your social media strategy. I have a student who, her commander said, we need a Instagram page. 
And when I asked her the question, well, why? Who are you trying to communicate to? I don't know. And she would answer me, I don't know. <laughs> and there's this very specific audience. If you're trying, if you're using Instagram, that is very tailored to maybe a younger demographic, someone who cares about just visual aids. So it, again, the research, right? That's going to be the word that you're going to be like, research, I got it. Yeah. But it's so important to always to always start there. And research is not just a Google search. Oh, let me just see what Google says. It's talking to people. It's talking to those subject matter experts. It's going out there. It's reading. It's environmental scanning, something that you should do every day to see what the information environment is surrounding the mission, surrounding um, your organization. All good points. Um, do you have more questions? We do. Yeah, we perfect. actually do. Let's, uh, Other than a question, we also have a shout out oh. to you. Oh. Not Somebody said, Miss Robinson, well, she's very knowledgeable. She's so right. So just so you know, <laughs> Thank you're doing you, a great Robinson. job. Thank you, Miss Robinson. We can be BFFs too. Thank you. <laughs> you're doing yes. a great job. So Miss Marie, she asked, she said, working in the law enforcement environment, we are very reactive. Mm. What are some tips in persuading the importance of comm plans to those who don't see the importance? I think flipping on the news every day, right? Us services, we kind of joke a little bit. We take turns being in the news for things that we don't want to be in the news for. <laughs> and when you see that, and it's not a, oh, look at them, that wasn't us, because guess what? Tomorrow, it could be you. And I think explaining that, because you see tragic situations in the news and how it could have been avoided if the communicators, not just the communicators, but if we just stopped and take the time to really plan. That's why I recommend when people get to their unit, even if you're already at your unit and you haven't been doing this, start Monday, start tomorrow, where you're saying, you know what, let's pull in, let's see what's really important, what is the commander's intent, what is the mission, what is our communication goal? Because you need to, to go through that process, and I understand it could be lengthy and you won't have that buy-in, but if you really communicate your value and you show this is what I can do, right? And how do I know that? Because here is my research laid out. People will not argue with your research. They might argue with your feeling or what you think, but mm -hmm. when you have the data and you present it and you're able to show them, hey, we do not want to be on the news tomorrow and I foresee this issue happening, so let's address this now in this communication plan. Maybe we'll never have to use it and that'll be great, yeah. but if we do have to use it, we have a plan and we'll be more successful than maybe our sister service. Absolutely. What do you, what do you think no. that balance, I, sorry okay. to jump in, I okay. just, I'm really curious about <laughs> yeah. the balance between um, your proactive and your reactive. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what would you say, is it a 50-50 balance at, on average or is it more of one or the other? Yeah, there's certain things that you can't ever anticipate happening, right? We'll pick up the newspaper. Right. Well, who picks up the newspaper? Let's be real. We'll pick up our phone <laughs> and we scan social <laughs> and media and we say, <laughs> I pick up a newspaper, but, and we scan social media and we say, man, I never knew that that was going to happen. I would have never guessed in a million years. But then there's some issues that keep occurring and yeah. we keep falling in the same pitfalls, Absolutely. which is why I understand that we don't always have all the time in the world. However, if you're seeing that there's a common theme, if there are accidents, if there are a lot of things that are happening in your organization and it continues to be a problem, then you need to pull away and say, you know what, we need to have a plan for this because we keep hitting the same pitfalls. We keep running into the same issues. So in order to set your command for success, look at what went right, what, what went wrong, and then put <laughs> words are hard and, <laughs> and what went wrong and implement that in your plan and show that it's, it's really um, boggling to me, mind boggling, how people say we don't have the time. And it's that, well, if you don't have the time now, you're gonna have to make the time when it becomes an issue. Right, and the worse 
uh, time to try to get familiar with the planning process than when you're reactive. Yeah. So why not get your feet wet and, and come up with a plan and be proactive, something that's easy yep. that you can set on a shelf and mm -hmm. maybe never have to, to use it. And I want to say, not just to be on the negative, we're talking a lot about issues and problems, but you would also write a communication plan for an opportunity. Maybe there's someone, a uh, key public that you haven't reached, you haven't communicated with, but you see an opportunity there. You can write a communication plan for that as well. It doesn't always have to be the doom, gloom, crisis. It yeah. could be, hey, this is a great time for us to reach out to these people in order to accomplish our goals. Like, let's jump on this opportunity. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Back, back to you. I'll let you take back over. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, I mean, that's I'm, good. I'm a nerd too with this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, I, did I say I was a nerd? I am, you but did. I didn't say. You okay, did okay. I said yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> it's fair. This is very invigorating. <laughs> we have actually, speaking of questions on top of questions, oh. a, a really long question, multi-part question. So I'll just ask half for now and half for later. Okay. From Miss Emily Rogers. So it starts with, I'm at an installation wing level PA shop. How do you decide what issues out of the many mm -hmm. <laughs> deserve a full out comm plan? First, finding out what's important to your commander finding out his or her priorities. Once you find out his or her priorities, you can see what's happening that is compromising those, um, his or her priorities. And you can do that a variety of ways. I recommend students go on Facebook pages and for the local community and do some social listening. Mm. See what's going on out there. Go talk to people. I know that's a little difficult with COVID, but there's so much technology that you can go out Absolutely. and find out, okay, these are the commander's priorities. Let me see what is happening? What are people talking about? Mm -hmm. What is stopping us from meeting that mission? Right. And then once you identify that, then put all your effort into that. Mm -hmm. If you only have two people in a shop, I worked in the shop for two and we were supporting 5,000 mm -hmm. soldiers who were spread across all of Europe on any given day. And you have to prioritize. And I think the way you do that and you, you explain to your commander is saying, hey, sir, ma'am, this is exactly, this meets your priorities. And I can't unfortunately answer all of the issues, but based on my analysis and my research, this is showing that this is the one that could be the showstopper for our unit. Absolutely. Like you said earlier, you can't fight research, right? Yeah. And what the kids say now is hashtag facts. That's facts. <laughs> hashtag facts. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Another part of her question says, if or when you have multiple comm plans to implement, from HHQ or local, mm -hmm. how can you practically keep track of implementation and evaluation? Any good tools? Oh, that is a, that's a big question, right? Which um, I don't know if we could have a one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know if the student is in the schoolhouse, but I would love to have that conversation. Right. But um, the tools for evaluation is and that- And implementation. And implementation. What, what I would say with the communication plan, this is why you wanna make sure that you have a calendar that lays out the dates. And you can see the time, who's involved, and what needs to be done. And then you also wanna put your evaluation tool in there. And you wanna do this before you even start the process so that there's no surprises, right? That's why you do this planning so that you can know, hey, I need to be at this, this place at this date and these people need to be there and this is what is expected and then by doing that you're able to kind of adjust to um, to the plan and that I don't know if that really answers the question. I apologize if I, I don't answer the question, but I could definitely follow up after the show. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Ms. Rogers will stay around, stay in the chat, and get the information to reach yes, out. Yes, Ms. Rogers would love to talk with you. Thank you. So you talked about being in a small shop and, and um, you know working for a very large um, base or whatever. 
from what if you're a small shop and, and how do you how do you evaluate a plan uh, without a lot of those resources you know if you're not a huge shop how, how do you do that you need to identify that in the research and the planning and make it realistic sometimes I know students they have these huge goals like oh I want to have 90% of increase in um, positive public perception or something that's unrealistic but they just put it kind of just to check the block so make sure that you can actually evaluate a lot of especially with social media a lot of the tools are already built in for you for analytics and you just need to make sure when you're writing your objectives, you understand how you're going to measure that. So if you're saying it's a 50% increase, understand your baseline yeah. and work at the level that you are. Look around the shop, look around the base. Maybe there are other people, other assets that you can use that you're not even aware of. And that can be an asset. Sometimes even picking up the phone, calling higher headquarters. I've done that as a brigade public affairs officer and they sent me help when I asked. Sometimes we think we're by ourselves and we're really not. And you have subject matter experts to your right and left, but you don't know if you don't have that conversation. So as PAOs and CSOs, we need to go out there, talk with people, talk with the community. It's not just a communication thing. Communication affects everyone on the staff, right? Everyone in the organization, yeah. they're communicating. And they have their subject matter experts. So use that in order to bring them into your evaluation and into your plan. Sounds good. There are so many similarities. Um, our first subject was social media with mm. Kwame Hall. And, and there's so many parallels to yep. what you're talking about and what he talked about. If you're just joining us, we're talking communication planning with Major um, Judy Marlowe. Uh, she's been in the studio here, um, with us today. So let's go back to social media. I think you probably have a few more questions. Yeah, we have some uh, questions so We'll turn it back over, over there. All right. People are very uh, excited about comp planning. We didn't think. We thought that major, we thought that comp planning was a major pain, but people are really so into it. So there are other nerds like me. They're Got into it. I'm it. all here. I'm it's here for thing. it. The it's nerd a thing. network. <laughs> the Love nerd it. network. <laughs> Let's not offend our audience, then they might no, shy no. away. Okay. <laughs> Embracing it. You all are great. Uh, another question we have is from J.A. Marlowe, and um, it goes, what are a few proven ways to effectively identify key publics? All right. So, <laughs> key publics. That's funny. That's my husband. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I did. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, honey, for that. Uh, First, what I tell my students is you want to do your stakeholder analysis. And this is basically who can affect your organization and who can be affected by your organization. And you're going to list them out. So your stakeholders won't change, but what will change is your engagement with them according to the issue or the opportunity at hand. So once you have that list, then you look at the issue and say, who does this affect? Mm -hmm. Who do we need to reach in order to accomplish that communication goal? And then based on that, we tell our students for um, the communication plan in the schoolhouse to identify three key publics because that's not a, a large number that's kind of overwhelming. It's like, hey, I could talk to three. You might have a list of 20 stakeholders, but you're not going to reach all of them. And you shouldn't because some of the issues won't affect them directly at this time. So taking that stakeholder analysis and pulling out your key publics and understanding how, um, how you want to engage with them. That's, I hope that answers the question, honey. That does. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, there's a question that came in prior to the show. Actually, our show creator brought oh. it to us from a meeting she was at earlier, so we really care about everybody, right? Yeah. Uh, the question says, I just received orders overseas to support a mission. What comm planning should I be doing myself ahead of time to prepare myself for the information environment there? 
you should definitely be doing your environmental scanning. So research everything you can. You can use um, data miner, Google Alerts, get all that information, find out what's happening so it can really shape the environment and you're able to understand what's happening. And then I would say another form of research is reaching out to whoever you're replacing or who is there on ground and can give you kind of that, hey, this is what's really happening. Maybe something that you won't find out in the newspaper or you won't find out any other way. Uh, make sure because those are um, people who are there are great resources. So I would say use them and ask, hey, what is happening over there? What are the problems that you saw that maybe I can start planning on now? And once they identify, hey, these are kind of the problems that we see, take that and start doing your research, start doing your planning using that, uh, the DINFOS Pavilion uh, comp plan template. I highly recommend start filling that out now. Mm -hmm. So when you get on ground, you're already way ahead of the game. So now maybe you could even start implementing and evaluating to see what works and what's not working. We're communicators, so we should communicate. We should communicate, you know, and that's something that we say that all the time, but then sometimes we're the worst at it, if we're being honest, right? And I would say I'm guilty for that. It's But we don't communicate well, even to each other. And right. sometimes we have to stop. Jack, uh, Jack and I were talking about, Lieutenant Georges and I were talking about this earlier, or we want to jump straight to tactics. And we have to stop ourselves and say, no, let's do it the right way. Right. So we don't have to revisit this problem again. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes also we think about tactics before we think about the plan all the time. And how do you get out of that mindset going from tactics and really getting to the what you say over and over again? The research. The research. <laughs> you have to ask yourself why. Oh, I want to do so my my students come up to me, man, I want to do this social media thing. I want to do this town hall. Okay, why? And they're like, "Well, cuz I want to talk to people or so, cuz someone told me to do it." <laughs> why? What is that message that you're trying to get across? Who are you trying to reach? If you're trying to reach my grandmother, she's not on Instagram. So why are you using that platform? So I think it's just stopping ourselves. And I tell my students, keep asking yourself why until you get to that heart. Man, this is, I want to increase knowledge. I want to change the attitude. I want to modify behavior. Mm -hmm. Those are what we do as communicators. Right. It's the knowledge, attitude, behavior. Mm. So we have to remember to separate that. We can take the organizational goal. That's what shapes it, but we have to remember as communicators what our lane is and that's difficult especially for my um, my army officers they sometimes because they have the operational background and they're so great at what they do they want to jump straight to the tactics or right. think organizational goals and it's like no use that and that's a great tool that you have but you have to shift and make sure it's knowledge attitude and behavior absolutely great thank you so much so you've talked to, we've said it a lot, and it's good, we need to drive that home, um, the research part, but mm -hmm. is there any part of the process that's, that's more complicated than the others or that should be taken, uh, besides the research part, is there any other area that needs more emphasis? Definitely research, I think research and the planning, right, because that's the bulk of your plan. You're, you're writing your, your um, excuse me, you're conducting your research and that's feeding into exactly how you're going to develop your messages and who you're talking to. Because if we boil down to uh, the communicator's mission, it's who are we talking to and what are we saying? So those are, you have to know those things and you have to understand the channels that you're using to, to send that message out. So it, again, it, it all depends, but I always say, if you do your research and your planning well, everything else should really fall in line. But if you try to rush through that research and you're just perceiving, hey, I think this is a problem based on what so-and-so said or based on my own opinion, you're setting yourself up for failure. And also you're spending all this time trying to solve a problem that might not even be there. Yeah, good points, good stuff.
Do we have more online? We do. I figured we did, so let's answer the we audience's do. questions. <laughs> yeah, the, the chat is, yeah, it's, it's a buzz. Oh. <laughs> so we have a question from Orion Dubois. I hope I'm Dubois? saying that right. Dubois. It's B O O Y. Oh, like, no. I'm not gonna. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> what are your thoughts on communication campaigns like the COVID 19 Community course, Core that specifically seeks trusted messengers to target key audiences? So, kind of influencers? Is I would, that? I would think so. I think they put trusted messengers trusted in messengers. Uh, quotations. I, I think that it's really wise if you find people in your community who have influence and power and they're going to drive your message home, definitely use them. But again, that all goes back to the research, understanding who their audience is. Because just because someone has a large following doesn't mean that they're going to resonate with the key public that you're trying to reach. Absolutely. So it's extremely important to, to remember that when you're reaching or using influencers. Do I think it's wise? Absolutely. I mean, use what you have. And if there's someone out there who can amplify your message, use that. Cool, cool. And then he doubled up. There's a double, oh, double okay. dip here. <laughs> what strategies <laughs> slash tips work best when briefing a comm plan in order to get that buy-in you're seeking from your commander, especially when authenticity is key and there's a risk in not being able to control the message? So... You asked if, um, can you repeat that first part again? I think I had it. I apologize. Strategies and tips. Strategies. Which, what strategies and tips work best when briefing comm plans? So I think you answered this somewhat okay. earlier well, in order to get the buy-in. Yeah, so the commander, it's all about understanding how he or she works and what's important to them. So you don't want to overwhelm them with a 40-page comm plan. Don't ever do that. That's for your internal, that's your internal document for your shop to say, okay, these are our marching orders. This is our framework. But you just want to hit bottom line up front. What do they need to know as the commander and what do they need to know about the risk? If you're presenting a plan that involves some risk, they want to know is risk, what's the risk versus reward? What's going to happen and how are you protecting me as my communicator, as my advisor? Because we're communicators, but we also advise our commander. But we have to set them up for success saying, hey, this is what could potentially happen, but this is what I'm doing as a communicator to make sure that that doesn't happen. So hitting the key notes, commanders don't have a lot of time. So you don't want to overwhelm them with the details and talking about analytics and the uh, one social media post. No, you want to say big picture, this is what we're doing. This is important to you, sir, ma'am, and this is how we're going to tackle that through communication. These are our key publics. This is how we're going to reach them. And at the end, this is what this is going to look like. So give them a time frame. Again, some commanders want a little more detail, so have that if they want that extra mm -hmm. information. But just hit the bottom line up front and prepare them. Let them know if you were sitting in that seat, what would you want to know? What you would want to know, what are, what are the danger, what's dangerous about this plan and how are you protecting me? And mm -hmm. what are we doing to, to protect uh, the command and the mission? Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for that. That's Keep great. it rolling if you, got, if you got stuff. I think that we have another question. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. There we go. We'll just keep. Oh, there was a, we there was a very specific question. Yeah, people oh. are really interested in this. <laughs> we have the question from Paul Cage. It says, my team and I are at the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory. How would you define the difference between a goal and an objective? Okay, so your goal is the overarching, the overarching goal, which is your, um, the end state, where you want to end up, where you want to be. And then the objective, we use the acronym SMART objective. So that's specific measurable, 
achievable, realistic, and time-bound. And that just means the objectives is what's going to get you to your goal. So if you're saying you want to influence or the, whatever knowledge added to a behavior, now you're taking that SMART objective and you're saying, well, this is how I'm going to do that. I'm going to reach 50% of this key public by this date in order to achieve this. And that's, that's the difference okay. between um, the, goal, the goal and objective. So for goal, you don't have to be very specific. Save that. So mm -hmm. in, the, in terms of communication planning, your goal is at the beginning. And then you're writing your objectives and really narrowing it down to exactly how you're going to achieve that. You just schooled us. School this all. <laughs> I'm sure Lieutenant George's is sending some great information in the chat right all now. All through the, I have this, this skin, <laughs> skim through all his good info he's, to get he's to the good. question. He's on it. Thank you, Lieutenant George's. It's I really appreciate great. your support. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, what, from uh, retired Senior Chief Sanford over mm. at Dimfos, he says, what are some of the common missteps students make early on when choosing their issue or problem? I think using their the perceived problem. So my commander said this is a problem. Now, I don't recommend telling your commander, well, you're wrong, sir, ma'am, this is not a problem. Uh, but not a good career not move. Not a good career move. <laughs> but your research should show that, right? You don't, you're not gonna go to your commander and say, hey, sir, ma'am, this is, you're wrong. You're gonna say, sir, ma'am, based on this research, I found that this is actually not a problem. But my research shows that this is actually a problem, so I wanna address this. Mm. So you wanna make sure that you're not just, um, perceiving problems. Another issue is the tactics, jumping straight to the yeah. tactics, and we talked about that already, right. but really breaking yourself from that because it's not about a social media post. You can't just slap on uh, a tactic and be like, oh, check the block. It's, <laughs> it's just not gonna work. If you really wanna effectively communicate, you have to explain to me, what is that tactic supposed to do? What is the effect that you're trying to achieve and how are you going to measure that? Yeah. If you can't answer those questions, why are you wasting your time? Why are you spending all this time creating this three minute video mm -hmm. that no one's going to watch? That takes a lot of manpower. That it takes a lot, lot of, of time. <laughs> and sometimes commanders don't even know. People make requests and they don't understand how time consuming that is. Mm -hmm. They think we're experts and they think we could just, hey, three minute video, that'll take you what, an hour? But yeah, you see that face? <laughs> You're like, no, that does not. It takes me hours and days. But how do they know if we don't communicate that? Absolutely. So just um, that's why we say in order to avoid, because there are other many more uh, missteps, but I think that is the biggest one. And one more that I can think of is when you're providing your research, make sure that you tie it back to the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. If you're just listing facts, that doesn't do anything for the reader. Absolutely. It doesn't do anything for the communication plan. So if you're right. telling me X, Y, Z, okay, that's great information, but how are you using that to accomplish the goal? How are you shaping the information Absolutely. environment with this information? Mm -hmm. We do that a lot in our evaluations. That's something that we need to think about all the time, not even just with comp plan. It should be a norm to us, right? What did you do? What was the effect? How did it change the command? How did it help anything? Like, yeah. okay, congratulations. You ate 100 hot yeah. dogs at the hot dog. And, you know, <laughs> and I don't contest. recommend changing it all the time. Give yourself maybe 30 days. If it is a social media campaign, give yourself time so you can make sure that you're not changing it so fast. Just mm. because you have one tactic that maybe didn't go well, say, you know, let us give a little bit more time so we have a baseline. So we can say 30 days we tried this out and it did not work. Absolutely. But don't be afraid to try something new. Mm -hmm. Do it. And if it didn't work, great you have something that you learned and if it worked even better now you continue doing what works for sure for sure I like that 
Like so, so PAXQ, not getting off subject, but yeah. a little bit about the course. How long is the course? The course is nine weeks. Okay, and and the comm planning is a piece of it or it is the whole thing? Yeah, so actually the communication plan is a critical competency, meaning okay. that the students have to achieve a 70% or higher in order to continue in the course. So the reason for that is it is foundational to everything that we do. If you cannot write an effective communication plan, that's a pretty good indicator that it might be difficult for you to do anything else as a communicator. Sure. So that's why we put so much weight into it. And we really allow, I know myself, uh, Lieutenant Georges and the other comm planners on the staff, we really take time to pour into the students to give them chances where we um, have them turn in a proposal where it's just the research. So we wanna make sure their research is set up because if that's good, that's their foundation. Then they're able to build off of that. But we wanna stop them in their tracks because if they're not, we wanna redirect them. Right. And then we allow them to turn in a draft and then kind of redirect a little bit. Hey, just ask those questions, not giving them answers, but just asking questions to get them to think a little bit differently because some students are brand new to the field sure. and others have 20 plus years. So we wanna make sure that we're meeting them where they're at and helping them with the areas that they need help with. Okay, are there follow-on courses that, that someone could come back to? Uh, not necessarily at the schoolhouse, but are there other courses? Not Georgetown, um, that's, that'd be a good, good one to go to. <laughs> Um, but, are there other courses, yeah. <laughs> but are there other courses that, that a student, um, say that love this and they want more information about it, are there courses they could go to? There are. There's the um, JICPAC, the Joint Contingen Contingency Public Affairs course, okay. and then you have um, JIPAC, which is the Joint Intermediate Public Affairs course. And uh, I think there's information on the Defense Information School website yep. on when those courses are. Yeah, absolutely, the course catalog. All right, yep. perfect. So I think we're gonna go back, we'll take one more online and then we're gonna wrap up. We didn't try to limit Aww. this uh, to a short, you know, we went over 30 minutes, which is kind of our goal, but um, <laughs> if it's good information and, and you're you know comfortable answering the questions, we're gonna keep going. So we'll do one more online and I think we'll wrap it up. All right, I've been scrolling and again, there's a lot of information on there. So if everybody's watching, haven't, if you haven't gotten a chance to go in the comments, uh, Lieutenant Georges is really burning it up with uh, good information <laughs> he's, he's for you awesome. all. Uh, so with that being said, it's kind of hard to scroll through all of that to find other questions, but I think I have one question. Okay. There was uh, the question about this, the discussion forums. Do you have any specific places that you go to find information on comp planning, like discussion forums or online communities where you search or where you all go to get uh, some new information and updated information? Well, I definitely, I recommended to my students the other day actually going to Reddit and seeing what both sides see. So whatever the issue is, making sure that you're um, going to that community, not just of maybe like-minded people, but on both sides, because you want to get that well-rounded uh, opinion, right? You want to hear from both sides. You, you don't want to be biased and then um, ignore one side over the other. I think Facebook groups honestly are really, every time I'm going to a new installation, I'm always looking at, let me join the wives page oh, yeah. and just listen to what they're, what is concerning them because they're a huge key public. We mm -hmm. want to engage with the family members 
And if we don't know, if we don't understand what's happening with them, how can we speak to them? Mm -hmm. So I think um, Reddit is one, Facebook groups, just having conversations with the staff, with people at different events concerning your organization. We also have um, groups with um, other communicators. And sometimes we'll say, hey, we have this issue. Does anyone have resources on this? Because guess what? It's probably been done before, right? So we love to say work harder, oh, excuse me, work smarter, <laughs> not harder. So you want to go on and we have these communities, so I would find, um, depending what service you're on, they, I'm sure that there's some community that you can plug into where they already have a lot of resources that they would love to share mm -hmm. with you. And people are always out there. Find yourself a mentor and say, hey, I'm struggling with this or I have no idea where to start. Can you please help me? And, um, and I'm sure that they'll be able to, to point you in the right direction. But you're never alone. Go reach out to people. Um, talk to the staff, talk to your higher headquarters, uh, your PAO there, and I'm sure that uh, you'll be able to find some assistance. Great, I'm big on mentorship. Yeah, I mean, it's Somebody's important. Done, done it before you, so. No yeah, learn from their mistakes. We don't have to repeat mistakes, Absolutely. right? We can learn from other people's mistakes. Big deal, yeah. big deal. Thank you, ma'am. All right, you're welcome. So much good information today. I really do appreciate your time. Um, we can't cover everything, obviously, and we want to answer all the questions. Um, the conversation will continue online, so if you have questions, please continue to ask them. Uh, we'll post a link afterwards on YouTube, so mm -hmm. we'll have a whole other audience then. Um, so if you have those questions, please uh, you know, get them in, and you guys will continue that. But where, what are some resources, as we wrap up here, uh, what are some resources where people could go and, and find more information about communication planning? I think definitely the Dimfo's uh, Pavilion page, that has a lot of rich resources, especially uh, it's just a one-stop shop for communicators, I think. And then there's also, once you go in there, they have a lot of joint publications that will help because we are a military school. So sure. we want to make sure that we're integrating with the staff in the joint planning process and um, RPI and JPP actually mirror nicely together. They're not separate, right? It's it's the same thing, just a different different language. JPP? JPP, a joint planning process. There you go. Oh, you're going to say, <laughs> yeah, you, I always say JPP, yeah, you know me. That just always happens. So I'm down with any <laughs> so uh, I think and then so I think you have you'll have a whole list of resources also go to your service website the public affairs site for your specific command and they should have a public affairs um, location with all of the publications and regulations that you need specific to your service because not we don't always go straight to a joint environment but we teach that here so that they're set up for success Perfect. No, that's very helpful. All right. Well, ma'am, thank you very much for coming in today. It was uh, wonderful information. We'll thank do this you. again next month. Uh, once again, uh, we've got a you know, few subjects that we're talking about uh, bringing on. One of them is storytelling. Uh, Pavilion will be another one. We'll go into an in-depth uh, talk about Pavilion. And then also the MCF courses. We're going to talk a little bit more about those. We'll bring in subject matter experts for that. So thank you uh, for the conversation thank today. You. Tell all your friends, your family, your loved ones, all your coworkers. Um, Hit us up on LinkedIn, whatever, uh, and keep those questions coming. Uh, we enjoyed having you out there and having you in the studio. Basic Purefoy, I think that's uh, that's our episode for today. Thanks so much. Everybody like those shoes. <laughs>